Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. They are also the title sponsor of the Renault GAA World Games in 2019, which you can find happening in Waterford from the 28th of July to August the 1st, and the finals in Crow Park on August the 2nd. 1,300 players from 10 regions around the globe coming home to play on Irish soil, so you have no excuse not to make it down. You can find out more about that at reno.ie slash JA, where you'll also get access to some special offers exclusive to JA members, so check it out now. A, a, a grain of rice, a, a grain of rice. Okay, and welcome uh, everybody. We're we're um, we're back with a little preview of the of the Super Eights ahead of next weekend. We've still got John Divley, Amy Fitzmaurice, and Paddy Kelly in the studio. Um, to look over these couple of Mount Wathering ones coming down the track, um, I suppose the big one, lads, as, as we mentioned earlier, was was the the Kerry Mayo game at Fitzgerald Stadium. That's going to be that's going to be the epic one. You're going to have Mayo people, you know, coming down on Wednesday to Killarney, taking up every hotel space they can find, um, and it's and it's a real kind of you know big game. Even though it's it's a group game, obviously it's still a game that may determine who's going to be the second team to get out of the group if Donegal keep on their on their farm line. John, what what we you know what are the big things in that game that you you're going to be looking for? Well, I suppose the first thing to say is is the, the interesting stat from last year's Super Eight. The first Super Eights was the the four teams who won their their games last year in the first round all made it through to the semi finals: Galway, Dublin, Tyrone, and Monaghan. And and I think. Even now, looking at the the first four games, you know Donegal, Mead, Kerry. You know, if I was putting my head in the block, I would go Donegal, I would go Kerry, I would go Tyrone and Dublin, and I think they can win their first four games, and that just sets them up um, really, really well to 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 make the semi-finals. Mayo, Kerry, yeah, I mean, okay, it no more than Galway, Mayo. It is a bit of a toss of the coin, but I think Kerry. You know, will have that they've had a huge opportunity now to see Mayo up close for the last three or four weeks, and they can spot uh, the strengths and weaknesses. And I mean, you know, I don't know many poor Kerry footballers or tactician tacticians on the line, you know. And I think that uh, it's a huge chance for Kerry here, first of all, to show that you know maybe the wording is uh, as bad as people think against Cork. No disrespect to Cork, but I mean, I thought going into that game, like Kerry had a massive chance to put the league final behind them, because I I did think they would win that league final, and and I thought they'll really go at Cork. 
they did and they didn't they got over the line and now they have a chance at home like it's at home mm-hmm. it's huge being at home they have a serious uh, talent up front I still think Jack Barry's a super footballer um, I know him from UCD I don't think he's produced his best football consistently for Kerry it's, it's, it, he's hot and cold and I think himself and David Moore can get a platform that they can really go at Mayo here and Yes, Mayo will be resilient. Yes, Mayo will have a panel. They won't give up. But I think Kerry, you know, if they want to show us, you know, what their intentions are going forward, they'll put down a serious marker against Mayo. Yeah, and Fitzy, it's obviously like you were there last year when when you blitzed, you know, you blitzed through Munster uh, and everybody was expecting like a really, really big challenge in terms of, of, of Dublin and All-Ireland. And then it just kind of fell flat against Galway above in that game above in, in, in Croke Park. And it was there was no atmosphere. There was, you know, a slippery day. It was just a horrible kind of a game. Like down in 2010, that same kind of feeling in, in around the place. Whereas this one, it's kind of a reverse. Like they've, they've kind of stumbled through Munster and you're coming to this game now, which is just going to have, I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere in Killarney. Um, like you're talking about a home game, John, which obviously it is. But like Mayor are going to have as many supporters probably there as, as Kerry are going to have. So... I just think it's it's really set up for a for a massive kind of game, really. It is. It's exciting. I think, in fairness, with all the and thankfully we didn't touch on it, the talk of structures and tier twos and tier fives and everything else. This is what Padraig Duffy envisaged mm-hmm. when he went at it a couple of years ago, and I think we have to at least give it the second year before we start really judging about the direction to go. Big games at a quarter-final stage in provincial venues and uh, Kerry Mayo and Killarney is a huge game. You mentioned the home thing. I think it is a factor for Kerry from the point of view that we haven't been beaten there since 1995 and we've always found a way plenty of times against Cork in particular where uh, just to grind it out get away with a draw we beat Tyrone there in, in 2012 which was a huge game at the time and uh, I think it, it can be a factor I think it's going to be a very very close game um, I'm hoping that uh, Kerry are going to emerge and uh, really go at it and see consistently the football that I know that they can play and I know what's in these lads and uh, if we can get that, uh, we'll win the game. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was a draw. I just think it's good. there's going to be very little between the teams. Um, the way it's gone so far this year in the games, they have been tight games. OK, Mayo went away in the end of the league final, but it was a tight game for most of it. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I, I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. And as as the lads, as John mentioned and you mentioned, it's a huge game from the point of view that if you lose it, you're behind the eight ball. And it's not so much the loss. You'll get over that because there's still four points up for grabs. It's getting yourself in order again for the following weekend. And it's uh, going to Crow Park. So, you know, there's a whole travel and everything involved. So it's it's not as, as easy to write. As we found out last year, yeah. we were in a great place. We lost the game. And it definitely fed into the first half of the Monaghan game as well the following weekend. So, um, yeah, huge game, huge occasion, what the Super 8s are all about uh, and hoping the Kerry are going to win. Yeah, and you mentioned Parag Duffy and I suppose even this year that, that tweak of giving the provincial winners the, the first game at home I think is a big improvement on, on what was there last year. Having to go to Croke Park with a half-empty stadium to play your first game isn't much of a reward for winning your province. So, like... I, I really do think that game is going to be kind of symbolic of what they really envisage the Super 8s being in, in, in Clarny the next day. Paddy, from, from your point of view, obviously, you, you're after drawing the, the short straw, having to travel to Croke Park. 
in one of Dublin's two home games in their neutral venue um, and play and play the champions a daunting task obviously but the way Cork are going in their form line you know they're, they're probably going to be relatively confident going in there to, to at least put up a really good show of themselves yeah in a way it's a pity that Cork have Dublin away and then Tyrone up in Crow Park in the first two games you know that's a huge huge ask for the last game Roscommon at home You'd be afraid that Cork would be out of that stage. Now, the hope is this weekend Roscommon play Tyrone at home. If Roscommon beat Tyrone, you could have a situation where Dublin win all three games and the other three teams could end up on two points if Cork beat Roscommon at home. So Cork could be in with a great shout this weekend. It'd be, you know, it'd be very, very interesting where Cork are at. You know, there'll be no shame in losing by, by seven, eight, nine, ten points. Um, and even if it goes worse than that, at least we're there, we're learning. Um, they can come back next year. Uh, you know, and hit Division Three hard, and, and and make a push for the Munster final. Tyrone, I'd be worried playing against Tyrone just last year. Their style, they've gone back to that same style. It's just very, very difficult to play against. You know, I think you just have to match fire with fire and, and do the same thing to them. And again, Cork are trying to go away from that and trying yeah. to play a bit more open football. So it'll be very interesting to see how Cork cope. Um, look, it's just great to be there. Again, not to sound like a the small fish, but it's great to be there. It'll be very interesting to see how we how we do above. Um, I'd certainly be hopeful that we can, as he said, can can do damage against them. We have the forwards. It's whether we can, if if we give clocks in possession and just invite wave after wave of attack, we'll be under savage pressure. Dublin will do a job on our own kick out. Um, you know that's where they really target. So it'll just be very interesting to see where we're at because there's a few lads there like Liam O'Donovan now and Matty Taylor who've really, Killian O'Han who've really impressed. You know this, they're playing against the top players now. It'll be interesting to see how they cope. Can I ask a question, Paddy? It's at seven o'clock on Saturday evening. Um, I suppose same for you, Fitzy. Like, is that something then you'd stay up that night afterwards because the Saturday and come down on the Sunday in preparation for the following weekend then against Tyrone, or would you like would Cork or Kerry like come back down the road again, start the recovery process early Sunday morning to get ready? You know, because like it is a seven-day turnaround. You're in Crow Park. And you have to come home and go back to Crow Park again the next Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we've we've done we've had a few games Saturday night seven o'clock games in Crow Park. We've done both. Um, I guess it depends. They may look and say Car Carlos run against Kilkenny the next day at two o'clock. They could stay over and take that in as a bit of a social thing. Um, no players will probably be anxious to get away home. There'll be no socialising that night with the game the following week. So seven o'clock game, you'll be back in the bus and all by half nine. Be down in Cork in your own bed by twelve possibly. So. I mean, it, it's th- those things are all being trashed out. I imagine this morning, um, there's there's no right or wrong. I mean, it's it's a shame that the double header couldn't be accommodated. But I mean, these things are set in stone long in advance. But uh, you know, it'll be interesting. To see, will the dubs come out now and, and, and support? You know, the, the the crowds have been down for Dublin games this year. So whether the Super Eights will kind of spark their interest or not, it'll be interesting. Yeah, we did it last year. Yeah, we did it with best laid plans and all that uh, <clears throat> the day of the Galway game we stayed up that night and the idea was because we were travelling again the following weekend um, to get our recovery in even to do a video analysis session the following morning and only meet once that week then that, <clears throat> that was our plan now the way things went it was uh, I don't know what you call it it wasn't It wasn't. A, the, the lads did have a recovery session but we had a bit of a summit and we had a uh, we did another summit the following morning to try and <laughs> salvage to salvage our season if we could the following weekend because as disappointing as the performance was, we still weren't out of it. But um, I think it's useful when you're travelling, particularly when you have to travel the following week from the point of view that you get a session early in the week and you've only to meet once then. It just gives the lads a good bit of time during the week. But 
you know, depending on where you're at, it can be it can be uh, uh, far and against. And I suppose lads, <clears> the other <throat> two games really Donegal and Meath, <clears throat> like we mentioned, Meath have have really probably maxed out to get to the Super Eights. You know, they're they're you know Andy McEntee's kind of big goal at the start of the year would probably have been getting to Division One of the National League. They obviously got to a provincial final, didn't perform, and and really kind of I suppose left themselves down offensively in that game. You know, Donegal. Geez, Donegal, I, th- I think Donegal have been absolutely on fire the way they're playing. Like you mentioned, Sean Patton in goals, Fitzy and, you know, McBrearty and Murphy and, Jesus, Jamie Brennan up front. They look like the, the team, the farm team, a little bit, I suppose, like Kerry were going through the Munster final last year and, and they've done it to Ulster. Would you give me much of a much of a chance above in Bally Buffet next Sunday? I would, but uh, I think, like you said, Donegal have been the farm team and they do remind me of the way we were last year that we were in a great vein of farm so that's why I'd still have uh, a question mark over them I think uh, they look very good their keeper has been a big addition Sean Patton I think the way uh, their younger players uh, think about them is they have size that they're big they're strong um, and because of that they're able to play the type of game I think Rochford has definitely made a difference to them Um I don't think it'll be this weekend, but I think both Mayo and Kerry will ask serious question marks about them and we'll know then. I'd be holding judgment at the moment, though. Yeah. I think to go from where they were, which were a decent team, to suddenly being Dublin's biggest threat is quite the leap. So I'll, I'd still hold judgment on them. Have been very impressed with them, yeah. but I'd still hold off on you know, making them Dublin's biggest challengers uh, as of yet. And, and just very briefly on the Rochford thing, like and you might have you might have a better idea, Devo. But what is it that he's kind of because he seems to be getting a lot of um, a little bit like Donny Buckley and Kerry, you know, the same kind of idea. And we mentioned it here a couple of weeks ago. What is it that kind of Rochford has actually brought to this Donegal team that has that has kind of you know infused them with that little bit more kind of life and energy and positivity that that they didn't have maybe last year. Well, he's a good football coach, uh, Rochford, and you know he was very successful with Corrigan. Um, and he allows players to express themselves, you know. And he went to Jarlitz himself, so he would have seen, I suppose, you know, the ball moves quicker than the man, and 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 that'd be his philosophy. Uh, but don't forget, Donegal were a very good team last year as well. I was very impressed with Donegal last year in the league, um, and up until Mark Brearty got hurt, you know, they were there thereabouts, and I think they should have bet. Tyrone last year they only lost in the last seven or eight minutes yeah. of that game and then suddenly Tyrone went on to the thing so it's not it's not an overnight uh, success for Donegal in my eyes um, but Rochford obviously hasn't the pressure of management he can just go take the session you know use all his skills and experience on the football field and, and Declan Bonner takes that away from him don't forget Carol Lacey's there Carol Lacey fantastic footballer great coach strength and conditioning Donegal like have always been great footballers once they've managed to, you know, circle the wagons and concentrate in football, and they're certainly doing that. Um, I agree with Fitzy. Like, I mean, the big test um, to come will be, you know, Kerry and Mayo down the line. Yeah. Down the line but uh, I expect Donegal to win. Uh, that's the biggest thing of this year. Is the the provincial champions have the first game at home? That's, that's a huge a, advantage. Yeah. Like, if you turn it back to last year, if Galway had to go down to Kerry last year, like, you know, that was a different game. Like going to Crow Park met it a 50-50 game and, and Galway played better on the night to win it you know so it's a huge advantage to the four teams except you know will Roscommon beat Tyrone they're playing at home like they have a great chance you know it's going to be a doggy dog battle Cunningham is, knows how to get the best out of his team he'll relish 
a team like Tyrone coming down trying to upset them in their back garden uh, Tyrone have classy footballers yet I still don't think they've been tested right you know I was at the Kildare game Kildare just did not show up that day Cavan obviously didn't put up much of a test of the weekend so if Ross Common physically gets stuck into Tyrone I, I'd like to see then can Tyrone match that physicality because I think there's there's a a lot of Tyrone guys can really go over the edge and, and get a lot of cards if they're pushed into it. And where are you on that one, Paddy? That that Roscommon, like and the, having it in the height again, like is is a big big thing. And and like I I just think both of these teams actually set up fairly similar the way that both teams are going to have a lot of bodies behind the ball and they're going to leave two up top and they're going to you know try and transition and run up there as quickly as they can and get the ball into Cox and see what kind of damage he can do. But like where where are you with that one? Yeah, I suppose, like Roscommon were a Division 1 team this year. They beat Mayo and Galway on, on route to winning a Connacht. So they have credentials. I, I actually remember going, going back 12 months, I tipped Roscommon to get through their Super 8s group because we played Cork played Tyrone uh, last year in Portlaoise beforehand. Roscommon beat our man. I was very impressed by Roscommon, their style. But uh, then afterwards, they got hosed in the, in the Super 8s by Tyrone. So it's a big ask. Um, Tyrone looked to, be, looked to be lifting and looked to be very settled in that old, that old style of theirs. Um, I, you know, in in the height it's going to be tight. It's going to be dour. That game could be fairly fairly filthy. There'll be all sorts of antics there. Um, if I, I, from a car point of view, I hope Ross Common win. That gives us the best chance of getting through. I think because it'll come down to the last game in, in Parky Key for Parky Rin. Um, so I'm hoping Ross Common get over the line. Yeah, and I think the best thing about the Super Eights is there's a lot of these games now where you can't actually tell exactly who's going to win the game. There's there's a bit of ambiguity about the winner and. And like last year, you probably couldn't have said the same thing for a lot of them. Whereas, you know, we want we want games against teams of an even level. So hopefully this weekend is gonna is gonna produce a couple of good ones. So, okay, everybody, I suppose we we better leave it at that, uh, and we're gonna wrap this up. Um, once again, I just want to thank Eamon, uh, John Divoli and Paddy Kelly for their time. As always, you can listen on iTunes, SoundCloud or irishexaminer.com forward slash podcast. And again, as always, leave a rating and a review and make sure you find it three boys on social media and let them know what you think. They'll be delighted to hear from you. Thanks a lot. With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. 